everyone, I'm Esther Kovac, co-founder of Drone Talks, and today here at Amsterdam Drone Week, I am talking with Sebastian, who's the director of UTM services at HHLA. So I really like uh, HHLA because they came from, from somewhere different, from industrial background. So I'm just wondering, Sebastian, can you tell us how the UTM platform created within HHLA group? Absolutely, happy to do so. Um, so, we at Hala Sky, we are a corporate startup of the Hamburg Harburg Logistics AG, which is the container terminal operator in the city of Hamburg. So, we really have a background in the operation of critical infrastructure. And approximately five years ago, my boss was tasked with uh, the challenge to um, make drones uh, available and operational in the port context for uh, use cases like security and inspection and logistics. So what he did, he was uh, he took a look at the available technologies on the market at that time, and it turned out that at that time um, there was no solution available that fulfilled the very high requirements that are applicable in an industrial critical infrastructure context. So the decision was made by Hamburg Harbor Logistics AG to actually develop our own technology. And so our portfolio now comprises drones of different types, so multicopters of different sizes and VTOLs and uh, even autonomous mobile robots, so ground robots, and it also comprises a integrated command control center, which is really geared towards industrial professional use of these autonomous vehicles um, in a highly automated manner, for example, supporting BB loss operations of drones. So this is what we started out with. I like the approach, you know, you don't find one, you create one, you know. I think it's, it's a very open mindset driven. So, you know, I'm just wondering, you know, the UTM platform, what you're providing, how does it enable, you know, BVLOS drone operations, you know, why is that uh, maybe different than others or, or what's the benefit, you know, of your mm. platform as of today, of you know, with the current situation of use space? Yeah, so, so the products that I just mentioned, the drones and the command and control centers, they are really geared towards drone operators. So we are, we started out as a, as a technology uh, provider for drone operators. Uh, and then a few years later be became clear that the use space regulation is on the horizon. So we, we asked ourselves the question, how can we support operators that use our technology in a UTM or use space context? Uh, so again, we took a look at the available yeah. technology and realized um, we have to build it ourselves because we really think that if you want to support um, operations in the use space and if you want to support BVDOS operations, the solution really not is, is, is not to provide an additional app or a website, but it's providing these services in an integrated manner. And so this is why we took the decision to develop our own UTM technology. And we talked to a lot of different uh, operators, different use cases, um, logistics, inspection and so on. And many are already convinced that um, UTM services provide an added value, but nonetheless, some are still skeptical. So maybe to uh, illustrate how we think that um, UTM services can enable VLOS operations. So we are in discussions with one um, operator who is looking to establish offshore logistics operations. And the way it currently works when they fly BVLOS offshore is they have two uh, persons working on this, one pilot in command and someone uh, observing the airspace. And we are really looking to develop technology that takes over the role of the uh, person observing the airspace and automatically warns the pilot in command when a manned aircraft, for example, is approaching so the pilot in command can take the appropriate action. So this enables this company 
to perform double uh, the amount of flights, the same uh, amount of staff. Exactly, exactly. So, you know, harmonization is a hot topic currently, yeah. and we just had this corridor chat because you can understand harmonization in so many ways, you know. And now use space is coming in in uh, in place, and you know all the member states think a little bit differently about use space. So, um, what would be your message, or how do you think the way forward? How could how could these initiatives enable the industry grow? You know, regarding use space. Yeah. So you're absolutely right. Uh, the member states are following different approaches, and this this is in line with the regulation that allows for different yeah. approaches. So our approach currently is to um, look at two markets in detail. One is the Swiss market, which is, um, as you know, very open, uh, very, very decentralized by design. And the other market we are looking at is Germany, which uh, is likely to follow a more centralized approach with a single common information service provider. So um, that we are flexible with our technology and we can yeah. support both of these models. And However, unfortunately, it's not the case that there are only two models. Uh, we can see, for example, for the single common information service provider, there are different definitions of what are the different informations that have to go through the single common information service provider. So we think it's good that there's currently a period of exploration in Europe, that we have diverse countries, they are following different approaches, and it is all good and well. However, we really hope that there's a um, period of exploration will be followed by a period of harmonization and standardization because in the end um, the whole use space and UTM will only flourish if we can um, achieve to afford these services to drone operators at a reasonable cost. And this yeah. will only be possible if we have a certain level of harmonization across Europe. Exactly, and I think this cost is, is, is should be a focus for everyone, you know, because end of the day we create something which needs to be a reliable business model, you know, for, for everyone around us, including myself, you know, including all the stakeholders. So you mentioned Switzerland, you are looking into the Swiss ecosystem and uh, trying to understand, you know, how this use space is going to work in Switzerland. So are you working closely with the local authority there, um, FOCA, you know? Or uh, what's, what's, what's the news there? Anything yeah. that you can share? Yes, um, absolutely. So I mentioned we started out as a technology provider. We work on command and control technology and on UTM technology. And what is new is that we are also now uh, looking to become certified as a use-based service oh, wow. provider in the beautiful yes. country of Switzerland. So we, are, we have started the process of certification and yeah, putting all of our energy into it to be hopefully ready by the time the first use-based in Switzerland goes live. Yes, and it's not that far, actually, the first use space of Switzerland. So, you know, we are also a Swiss company, you know, drone talks, and, and um, you know, we think the environment is really great there. So great to see, you know, you stepping into this environment. Anything else that you want to share with us, you know, or, or any message, you know, regarding UTM to the, to the listeners? Um, yeah, I mentioned uh, the challenge of harmonization, yes. which is really important to us that the industry comes together and works on this challenge. Um, there are a few practical challenges when it comes to the implementation of the first use spaces. So, for example, we are involved in multiple research projects in Germany that are specifically looking at how can you establish use spaces in an urban context where you have a busy airspace already. So, for example, in the city of Hamburg, we have a lot of helicopter traffic. And I really think there's yet um, a challenge to be solved when it comes to integrating manned air traffic into the use space, yes. specifically helicopters, 
because um, yes, dynamic airspace reconfiguration can be a solution if you are already in controlled airspace. However, in most instances, um, air traffic control, they only talk to the helicopter when they are already in the air. Yeah. So we are really pushing uh, in Germany to find a solution where you can connect the resting control centers and air traffic control or some other instance to make this flight intent available as early as possible because this way you will achieve more safety and more efficiency not only for drone operators but also for the hands police operators and so on. So this is also a challenge that we are really uh, intensely working on at the moment. Sounds super exciting. I think it's really like moving, you know, like this year I feel the movement, you know, compared to the last year. So thank you so much, Sebastian, for the discussion. I learned a lot. Thank, thank you. Thank you so much for having me.